Hello, welcome to the Above the Clouds podcast. I am your host, Gaina Turner, and in this and my future episodes, I'll be talking through all things expat and living in the fabulous Emirate of Dubai, to starting my own fashion business and manifesting, plus being a mom to my two children and setting financial as well as life goals to achieve absolutely anything. So good morning, everybody. Hope you're all really well. Happy Friday to you. Happy almost weekend. Um, I'm really excited because Molly's just got home. She's been to Paris for the last five nights and she's just had the absolute time of her life. I'm speaking a bit quieter as well because I think she's going to be going to sleep shortly, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And when I picked her up, she looked like she'd been at a festival for five days. So, But they did some incredible things. They performed at Disney um, and just absolutely loved it. And they put things on Instagram, but um, they had a chance to actually go to Disney quite a few of the days as well. Um, And they went around Paris and did a bit of shopping as well. So I think she's just absolutely full of it. And I think it can give children a real... um, Just an amazing experience. But I think it it will also sort of mould who they are and sort of uh, build on on what they've experienced and you know it sort of makes them mature and I don't know just gives them that bit of independence doesn't it but I'm so happy for her that she had an incredible time Um, and I was very relaxed actually I think once I knew that she'd arrived there um, I I was quite relaxed and as I just excited to, to hear all the updates as well so throughout the week occasionally she sent me photos but uh, but yeah, so all all good. So glad glad that she's home now, though. And then I've been decluttering again this week. I'm just on a bit of a mission to to really sort out all my, I don't know, just boxes of things. And I'm going through all my Christmas decorations now and just getting rid of any rubbish that's in there. I've got boxes and boxes of Christmas decorations. So I'm just going to put it all into one giant um, box with a, a lid on it, so it's all safe in there. And so that I can find everything as well. So um, it, it just feels really nice. I say, I think once you start decluttering, you can't stop. And then you start going through every drawer and, you know, everything else. But it is quite nice doing that before Eid. So we've got Eid next week, which is almost a week off. And the timing of that is brilliant as well, because we then travel on the 8th of July, <clears throat> excuse me, back to the UK. So it's just great timing for getting myself organized for that and packing and just making sure that I've got everything. Um, But I have been quite organized again. I've got quite a few things booked already for the UK. So we've already got London booked. So we've actually got tickets for Madame to Swords or is it Two Swords? I never know how to pronounce that, but I've been wanting to take the children there for a long time, so it'll be really nice. So, uh, Grandad is coming with us as well. So, it is absolutely wonderful. You know, he he will come everywhere with us. So, he has a full day out in London, and it's just again making more memories and more special time. So, uh, so yeah. So, we've got that booked, um, and then we've got. I nearly gave the game away. Then we've got s- something nice booked for my younger sister for her Hindu. And then we're actually going to Wales for the week. So pretty much as soon as we arrive the next morning, Molly's got a bridesmaid dress fitting. And then we're actually off to to Wales. So I need to be quite organised and strategic the way I I pack this time. So I think I might take a smaller suitcase and pack all of the Wales things in there. You have to be very methodical thinking of all these things. Um, And then then I don't have to sort of repack when I get there. I, I would actually say... Being an expat, one of the 
biggest challenges genuinely is the packing situation and the unpacking and living out of a suitcase, especially if you are, you know, going home for a few weeks at a time. And especially to the UK, because you never quite know what the weather's going to be like. So you do have to pack for all eventualities. Um, and yeah, just the amount of stuff that, that you have to take. And, you know, it, even though my children are older now, you still have to take a lot of stuff. You know, you've got to take your trainers in case it's a bit rainy and muddy when you get there. Um, plus a coat and all these kind of things. And and obviously living here, we don't see a coat from one year to the next. We, we never, ever have to wear a coat, but you've got to literally plan for everything. So I think being organised and having this seed break will be really, really nice. And I've started making lists as well now, which I've only recently started doing because if you start packing and then it takes a few days for you to pack, you forget what's sort of on the bottom layer (laughs) and you either end up taking too much or not enough of everything. So, yeah, going to be super on the ball this time. So in today's episode, I actually want to talk to you about another huge love of mine, which is Zara. Um, And I presume most people are familiar with Zara, the clothing store. Um, But it's just, I fell in love with it when I first lived in Dubai back in 2010. And I went there into one of the shopping malls and I was just absolutely blown away by, first of all, the size of the store, um, just how much choice there was. And as well as choice, there was also a lot of space. So you felt like you had room to breathe when you were looking at all of the clothes. Um, But as well as that, just how much they'd nailed it in terms of pretty much anything that you ever need, like a a really great work blouse or a nice pair of black trousers that fit you perfectly or a pair of jeans or just a really nice white t-shirt. They've got everything plus so many other things that will inspire you as well and give you ideas and tell you what's in fashion. Um, But it was also the colours as well. So every season they will completely change the colours. They'll always keep their basics in there. Um, But then in addition to that, they'll also have what's on trend, so the latest colours. And I particularly love going in there at Christmas because there are always these lovely purples um, and mauves and um, sometimes like a real racing green. And they'll have sort of whole sections dedicated to those colours which makes it very, very easy to navigate as a shopper. Um, And it also allows you to sort of mix and match each rail. So if you go into Zara and you're not quite sure how to put things together or put outfits together or picture how it will all look together, um, they will basically do that part of the, the job for you. So they'll put things out on a rail and you can have um, a top that you really like, but then you'll have the skirt. And if you're not into the skirt, maybe you prefer trousers. They will also have the trousers that will match. They'll then usually have like a long sleeved version of the top. So, so many different variations to give you a choice and also pick out what you like um, and make it very, very easy to put together an outfit. And I always thought that was absolutely wonderful. 
And I actually remember walking around Zara and just feeling really, really happy. But also, I know this sounds really cheesy, but quite grateful to them that they've created this incredible shopping experience, which is amazing to to look around and trying all the clothes on is wonderful. And I have always taken in sort of armfuls of clothing in there because there are so many great things in there that are very affordable. And you know, like I say, inspire you and give you ideas and give you a great dress to go out in or even a great dress for a wedding. They've literally got it all. Um, In fact, I actually went in there. I was looking for a, a new bag and shoes for my sister's wedding a few weeks ago. Um, and they actually have in the Zara in the Dubai Hills Mall, um, a section dedicated to shoes and bags, specifically by the looks of it for special occasions. So they had the most beautiful display of um, these sparkly shoes with matching bags, but sort of different colours available as well and, and slightly different styles. But it looked like the most luxurious um, sort of part of the store and it was done so beautifully that I literally wanted to buy everything in there Um, but it was a real pleasure but again when you looked at the prices of what was in there it was still very very affordable and I think that's incredible that they've really elevated the shopping experience but for affordable clothing And my love of clothing actually goes back to, I would say, probably my late teenage years. Um, I mentioned before, I went through so many different phases as a teenager um, and different sort of almost like Madonna, just completely reinvented myself every every few years. Um, So obviously I I was a skater girl for a while wearing Converse. Um, And then I went, I actually used to go to the flea market in Birmingham and my mum used to go crazy saying, you know, what have you bought home now? (laughs) Because I just used to love rummaging through the clothes there with my friend and spending any spare money that we'd got on just these really cool and random things that we'd found, jackets and all that. Um, But I did actually find the one time this Austrian... Um, dress like a traditional Austrian dress with all embroidered flowers all over it and um, double-breasted buttons and they had the blouse to match like the puff sleeve white blouse Um, so I ended up wearing that for probably about six to eight months that was a little phase I went through so whenever I went out I wore this with uh, my hair in plaits Um, and everyone called me Heidi for for a few years sort of on the back of that so that's what I was known as if I was out and someone shouted Heidi I knew they were talking to me um but I was always having fun with clothes but also expressing myself and I think particularly as a teenager when you're trying to figure out who you are and you go through all these different changes and phases it was incredible to be able to really express myself. And I think these clothes gave me confidence as well. Um, and then when me and my friend moved to Magaluf, it was such fun because she was the total opposite of me. We were both the same height, but she had jet black hair and I had really blonde hair. So we used to buy matching outfits, but in different colours. <laughs> So we just used to go out in the, not every night, but but on some nights, you know, we'd go out in the, these uh, these matching outfits, but really, really having fun with clothing and how it made us feel. Um, 
so and then that carried on but sort of obviously more more than into my my 20s um and later it was for me about finding clothes that I really loved um in lovely colors or that fit me nicely and Zara helped me to to sort of find those outfits um but I think now, sort of looking at Zara, I almost look at them as a role model. So now that I'm actually selling clothes myself, which thinking back to, to how I've always felt about clothes really makes sense. Um, and my mom as well has always loved clothes and still always loves really beautiful dresses that fit her nicely. Um, and she's got a wardrobe full of clothes and has always really, really enjoyed um, clothes shopping. So um, I I think Zara has always really, really been an inspiration. But if I look at them now, I I can look at them from a different way by trying to learn from them and learn the way that they do things and how they keep their customer in mind all the time. Um, And they've actually been in business since 1975, believe it or not. Um, They actually opened their, their first store. And I think it was in Spain because it is actually a Spanish brand. Um, so they basically started as a small business. Um, and I think that is an inspiration because why not look to Zara as a role model and somebody to to sort of aspire to be like? Um, but I think what they've always done is done things very differently to how their competitors are doing it. So they also manufacture their own clothes. They have a distribution center in Spain um, and everything goes through their Spanish center so that they're able to, to sort of keep an eye on quality um, and also cut lead times, which are basically the time from um, something being ordered um, to either actually getting it out to the shops or getting it out to the customers in more recent times when people can buy online. Um, but that is such a crucial part. And I'm sure anyone that has a business where they are having to ship things, that is a, a major, major obstacle sometimes, um, getting things to people as quickly as you can, um, particularly during the COVID times as well. Shipping was just a major, major issue for so many businesses. Um, but yeah, they're able to, to sort of get things out quickly. And what they've always done is created, I think it used to be 20 collections a year because they manufacture it themselves and because they're also so on the ball with what's on trend um, and they're able to quickly put that into production and get it out to the stores quickly. So I think any time that you go into Zara, you will find something completely different and it won't just be one section they won't keep hold of clothes for a long period of time. So each time you go in there, you'll be having a fresh experience. So you, again, will be freshly inspired and be getting new ideas all the time, which enable you to dress nicely and, like I say, put things together well. But yeah, for for them to be able to create 20 collections a year, they were basically the pioneers in what's known as fast fashion. Um, So getting something, you know, from the runways into sort of the the more um, the more sort of high street stores and they're able to do that so quickly. Um, But I think what's amazing about Zara is they've always kept their customer and their core values at heart. And that's never changed, um, you know, no matter how big they've they've grown. And I think they've got over 7000 stores now in 88 countries. Um, 
so to go from from being you know a, a small a small business to that um obviously turning over billions and billions of dollars every year is just phenomenal but to also do it while still really looking after their customer and not dropping the ball on the quality of their stores and how they display things i think is truly incredible as say the the dubai hills mall in particular, uh, you know, I, I was in there the other day and they've just got the most interesting ways of displaying things. And it's beautiful. It's almost sort of very arty how they um, how they display their products and particularly these shoes and these bags that I was looking at, which made me want to buy everything in there. Uh, but that's the trick, isn't it, with retailing is that somebody might come to you and not quite know what they what they are looking for um, or looking for a dress for a particular occasion or just something that they want to wear to go out in over over the weekend and I've also been watching the Mary Portis programs again on YouTube and I used to watch her programs I think it was in the early 2000s at the time when I was really really wanting to have my own shop um, and she's basically an expert in turning around retailers that are really, really struggling. And she can go into any business, mostly it's fashion businesses, but she has even gone into like greengrocers. Um, and she did a convenience store the other day in, uh, in Dorset. Um, and it was just like a tiny little corner shop. And she managed to completely you know, have that vision of knowing exactly what's going wrong with it. She knew exactly why people weren't going in there and managed to turn it around and have the whole story designed but also the the sort of um the ethos behind the store the whole image um and it's brilliant but what she always says with the fashion businesses is people aren't just going in there and buying clothes people are also looking to you for help and for suggestions and for ideas and it's your job to basically be able to provide that to them so I think looking at a rail, having a collection where you can mix and match things is a wonderful solution because you're telling your customer exactly what they need to do in order to create that look, um, you know, that, that well put together look. Um, and honestly, I've learned so much from watching these programs and watching them again now that I am selling. Um, and that also feels like a thrill as well, because I feel like I'm putting something into action that I always wanted to do. And that feels really, really wonderful. Um, but yeah, I'd, I would suggest if you, if you do sell anything, uh, sort of retail, uh, to watch the Mary Portis programs. And she's got, I think she's got a few different series on there, but I like to watch the, if you put in full episode, um, you know, that there are sort of programs, but a lot of them about clothing brands. Um, and I say a lot of the time that the business owner doesn't know what's going wrong either they've bought all these wonderful clothes but the store looks completely wrong um, or it isn't laid out in a user-friendly way or they have no idea what what their customer wants or who their customer is so they're trying to appeal to everybody um, which I've learned that's that's actually um, that, that can be quite a challenge for people but you have to decide who your customer is and what sort of age range they are to make sure that you cater specifically for that um, because if you try and cater for everybody 
you'll end up sort of alienating everyone. So, but yeah, it's, it's a re- really, really good program to watch. Um, but yeah, the, the next time you're, you're in a mall, if you are a retailer, um, you know, especially clothing, go into Zara because it, it will really open your eyes on how to do it. Um, I, I just think they're absolutely incredible. Um, but as well, you know, even if you sell candles or something like that, I think if you go into these beautiful homeware shops or these high end kind of shops, even if it's not related to exactly what you're selling, you can be so inspired and, you know, why not reach for the stars? Why not base yourself on, on some of these brands? Because they started somewhere that they weren't always that, um, you know, and it's incredible where, where you can get to by learning you know, open yourself up to to learning from uh, how others have done it. So yeah, I, I hope you found that helpful. And I just had to really express my love for Zara. If you haven't got that by now, <laughs> um, I say it did used to be an evening out for me, just literally either on my own or with my friends, and we would just have so much fun in there, or me on my own just having so much fun in there, and just it's how it feels as well. Um, you know, trying on all these lovely clothes but also trusting that brand that you know that they will probably fit you because they've got the lengths nailed right especially me because I'm only five foot two um you know that their sort of range is fit and that's a nice feeling when you go into a store that you know that you're going to find something um but yeah so it's something for us for us all to aspire to so yes, I hope you've enjoyed that episode. <laughs> hope you've got something uh, something from it and maybe some ideas. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Gainer Above the Cloud. So if you have any messages or feedback or need any help with anything, you're welcome to, to message me at any time. Um, my online store is abovetheclouds.boutique and there's a 10% discount on there for your first order and free shipping as well. And if you have time, if you could follow, rate and review this podcast, I would be so, so grateful because that really can make a difference in whether other people can find me as well. But in the meantime, I hope you have a fabulous weekend, a fabulous e-break as well if you're celebrating that. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now.